Hey y'all, welcome back to the Uplift Podcast. This is Erica Looning. And I wanted to talk to y'all about how gratitude can help you get better results in your health. Gratitude is going to help you feel better, look better. If your goal is to get a rockin' bod, I'm going to tell you how gratitude can do that for you. So this year, let me share my story with you first so I can take you back and paint a picture for you. This year has been a tough year for my husband and I. Um, Maybe emotional is a better word to describe it. In five months, we have been through two miscarriages. And in between those two miscarriages, I also had a false positive pregnancy test. So I went in for the false positive pregnancy test. I went into my doctor for an ultrasound and she kept moving it around and she didn't see anything. And as I could see like fear and panic start, not maybe not panic, but like the the news that she was going to have to share with me started to sink in for her. And I could feel that in my heart before I even, before she even said anything, I knew something was up. So that felt like a loss for us. So it felt like three losses within five months. And so it has been an emotional ride this year. So at the beginning of the year, my best friend got married. I was in the best shape of my life. I was so fit. I was mentally strong. I was energized. I mean, I felt unstoppable. I wore this tiny little white bridesmaids dress that you had to like, I had to be on my game to get in this dress because it showed everything. It was unforgiving, but I rocked it. I felt so good. And then from there to go through these three losses, it just hit me. And, you know, the roller coaster of having the highs of finding out I was pregnant to the lows of I'm losing this baby and then I'm losing another baby and I wasn't even pregnant. So it's been an emotional year for my husband and I. And I tend to gravitate towards food when I need to heal my hurt. And I'm sure that that you can relate to this, that there's there's some kind of soothing um, or coping mechanism that you use. It might be alcohol or it might be running. But for me, um, ha- have you ever heard the statement, I believe it comes from like the Navy SEALs, that you don't fall to, I'll probably mess this up, you... you you don't rise, oh my gosh, what is it? You fall to your last level of training. You're, you fall to the highest level of training. So those bad habits are what I tend to fall on. And it for me, it's just knocked me off my feet. I've gained weight, which has affected my mood, which has affected my energy, which has affected my creativity and my business. And it's just, I've let some bad habits creep back in. So in an effort to take back my life, which I should share with y'all that I am pregnant. I am seven weeks pregnant and I have this little blueberry right now, the size of a blueberry growing inside of me. And I am nauseous as all hell, but I am so thankful for that nausea because that means that that baby is growing strong. So I'm really excited to be sitting here able to say that, especially after everything we've been through this year. So before I found out I was pregnant and through each miscarriage, I decided that I needed to get rid of these bad habits. Bad habits were creeping back in. They were starting to consume my life. 
I was being lazy and complacent. I wasn't working out like I was. I was eating foods that didn't make me feel good. So I started with gratitude. So every single day I wake up and I read a um, devotional. It's a faith-based devotional. I have like a a Bible quote that has some kind of, um, you know, description around it or like a thought for the day centered around this Bible quote. I read one of those. I also have one that's dedicated just towards marriage. And then I also like to write down what I'm grateful for. So I write down five things that I'm grateful for. And these aren't always big things. These are things that happened the day before that might be subtle. And that's the point is to make me have to think back through my day of what I'm grateful for, what great things happened because it shifts your focus. So then it takes you in the next day, you start to focus more on all of your blessings because you, you know you're going to have to write that down the next day for your in, your in my morning routine. And so it's really made me focus on what I'm grateful for and all the blessings and all the good things that I have in my life compared to always focusing on the negative because we all have negative things that happen in our life. There's all, that's life. That's exactly, that's the definition of life, you know. We're all going to have struggles and we're all going to have just, sometimes there'll be a year where like it is loaded onto you and you feel like, what else can I take? Instead of having that mindset or when you start to notice that that negative mindset comes in like, what else? I'm dealing with so much. It's, it's better for your health and it'll help you get through if you can shift your focus to one, what can I learn from this? So instead of it being something that was done to you or a failure, it's a lesson. Like, what can I take from this? to help me learn and grow or to make me stronger or to better my life or to, you know, that that focus, that shift in your focus will help you get through it. And then the second thing would be to focus on what you're grateful for. So what's happening in your life right now outside of this negative event? What good things are happening? Is it that you get to watch your kids grow up? that your kids are healthy and strong, that somebody was super sweet the day before and they held the door open for you, or you got a thank you card in the mail, or someone just smiled at you and it made you feel warm. So these are the types of things that I write down on my gratitude list every single morning. And I also write my goals down so that I am focused on moving forward. So I'm not stuck in this rut or stuck in this place. I'm focused on gratitude and I'm focused on moving forward with gratitude to the future. So I would like for you to try that because it's gonna change your life. And you have to pull yourself out of those bad times. Nobody's gonna do it for you. And our brains are not naturally programmed to just to be positive. They're not. So you have to do it yourself. You have to put in the work to get yourself out of the rut. You have to do, put in the work to have positive thoughts that naturally come to you. Years ago, I always credit myself for not being a very positive person. It just wasn't something that naturally came to me. I always gravitated towards negative thoughts. And it's it's different now. And it's different now because... 
I've picked up reading. I love to read books. I love to put new ideas into my head. I love to hear how other people are thinking and adding, you know, positive things in their life or how they're living happy and it changes my thought process. I also love, you can go on YouTube and Google motivation or positive motivation or positive mindset and millions of videos will come up. Listen to one of those every single morning and that is going to help start programming a positive message into your mind. You're going to start building a stronger mindset and as you do that every single day you're building a new habit. And that habit's going to be part of your routine and, your, and it's going to come second nature to you. It's not something you're going to think about. And then one day, I promise you this will happen, you'll be in a negative situation and you'll notice that you're not thinking doom and gloom like you always used to. You're not like throwing your hands up ready to curse everybody out. You're thinking of more positive things like, okay, how can I learn from this or how can I help this situation move forward in a more positive way? And really, if ev- can you imagine if every single one of us took responsibility for our mindsets and started doing that kind of work, what kind of world we would live in? Literally, we would change the world. It would be like Poppy the, uh, what is she? I was about to say the elf. I've got elf on the shelf in my head right now. Poppy the troll who's got bright pink hair and sings all the songs. My kids love her. That's what our world would be like. We'd be like riding down rainbows with glitter and unicorns. And so, all right, let's do that. Challenge accepted, right? I want you to start listening. Google YouTube videos every single day. Listen to one. And it doesn't have to be long. There's five-minute videos on there. Put it on while you're going to work. If your kids are in the car, let them listen too because they need the same messages that we need. Okay, so as you do this... You're going to start getting more focused on the positive. You're going to be more focused on gratitude and all the great things that are happening in your life. And we're going to take the focus off of the negative because we're not worried about that. If we're always harping on that, that's all we think about. And whatever you think about grows. So instead, we want to think about the positive because we want that to grow. Okay? And then how this helps you with your health goals is... I'm sitting here looking at things on the internet that says when you have a gr- a grateful heart, it supports your health, but you're more forgiving, you're more outgoing, you're more helpful, um, you're smiling more, you're high, you have higher levels of positive emotions, you're more awake and alert, joyful, you have a more optimist out or optimistic outlook on life. You're more resilient to stress. This is exactly what I'm talking about here. But also, that translates into the physical. So you know when you're feeling good, the chemicals in your body shift. They change. You produce more happy chemicals. And so that's going to help you boost your immune system. You're going to have less aches and pains. You're going to lower your your blood pressure lower your risk of heart attacks and you're taking better care of yourself and in turn maybe you're picking up some better habits like eating better drinking more water sleeping longer you know changing your vocabulary so you're speaking life instead of negativity out there it's gonna change your world okay so i want you to think about what your health goals are we are um mid-december almost mid-December, okay? The new year's coming. 
I don't want you waiting for the new year to start focusing on your health and trying to get a bet, get better health. Everybody and their grandma thinks that they got to wait until January 1st to get their health together. And the problem with that is, is that you feel like there's some kind of magic behind January 1st. You feel like, I'm just going to wait for January 1st and I'm going to be motivated and I'm going to have the energy and I'm going to have the willpower. And until then, I'm just going to sit back and be lazy and I'm going to eat all the food and I'm going to go have, you know, all the holiday food, even though Christmas is Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. That's two days. Most people have food on just Christmas Day. So one day of celebrating is the way it should be. But most people are sitting back and celebrating the whole month and waiting for January 1st. So I want to challenge you not to do that because you can start creating better habits now. So come New Year's Eve, you feel like a rock star going into the new year. You feel strong, healthy, confident. You have better energy. You are ready to take on 2020. You have a better vision for your life. 2020 vision, y'all. This is a new decade. Don't wait for January 1st. There's nothing magical about January 1st. And the thing is, is that most people do not stick to their New Year's resolutions. A resolution, that means you resolve to not do your bad habits anymore. You resolve to quit smoking. You resolve to lose weight. You resolve to save more money. And then a week or two in... This magic falls off and then all of a sudden you don't care about it anymore. You're not motivated and so you just go back to your normal habits. Because remember that quote that I messed up earlier? You fall to your highest level of training, which you haven't been training. You just started on January 1st. You didn't give yourself enough time to build any habits. You're expecting magic to happen and to erase all of the bad habits you've been creating for months and years. And it doesn't work like that. It takes time and it takes consistency. And it takes you having to change. So I want you to do this now because you are going to have the best year of your life when you go into January 1st, you step in to that day feeling healthier, feeling stronger, okay? So think about it right now. What is your goal? Like, what's your health goal? What do you want to achieve? Or maybe it's your, let's let's keep it to health right here, okay? So what's your health goal? Is there, maybe it's you want to lower your blood pressure and see if you can get off some medications. Or maybe it's you want to lose some weight. Or there's a race that you're training for like I want you to think about it but I want you to think about it with your eyes closed and in so much detail that you're picturing it you see the smile on your face you see what your hair looks like you see what clothes you're wearing you can see yourself walking better with your shoulders pinned back and your chest is puffed out a little bit more because you have confidence picture the way that you look when you have met that goal, okay? And I want you, when you open your eyes, to write it down. And don't think about being rational. Just write down every single thing that comes to mind. If your nails are in the picture, write your nails down. If the car that you're driving's in there and you look hot with your arm hanging out the window in your brand new car, write that down because it's part of your vision. And if you can see it, you can achieve it, okay? All right, next step, step two. This is what you're going to do at the start of every week. So I like to do this on Sunday so that I'm prepared for my week. I go through 
I, I go through at the beginning of the month or like as events come in and I know this is something that I need to add to my calendar, I add that in. But week by week, you know that our schedules are different, especially if you have kids and all this other stuff piled on top. So every week I go through and I mark in my calendar the days that I'm going to work out. For me, it's non-negotiable. I have to work out and it's a minimum of three days. And the only reason I would ever only work out three days is if my week has gone to complete crap and everything was thrown at me and there was no way I could make it there. I had to just squeeze in these three. For me, it's I work out Monday through Saturday. Sunday's my off day, but it's a active off day. Okay, so I want you to do this as soon as that you're done listening to this podcast or go get your press pause and go get your agenda now. So mark out the days that you're going to work out. Three is the minimum because that's the minimum requirement of how you should be moving anyway. But really, if you're looking to achieve goals and you want an exceptional life, you're not just settling for mediocre, you want to feel your best and you want to thrive, then you should be moving your body every single day. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to a boot camp workout every single day, but I would schedule in four to five workouts and those days that you're not working out, I want you to go walk. So it's walking your dog or, you know, moving your body. Go clean your house from top to bottom. Every day you should be moving your body. The second you want to go sit on your sofa when you haven't moved your body yet, that's your cue when that butt starts to hit that comfy cushion to know that you got to get up and you got to go move because this is a commitment that you're making to yourself. And this is the thing, like I told you, motivation, it's not going to last. You're not going to always be excited about working out. You're not going to always be excited about eating healthy foods. You're not going to always be excited because life's going to happen. You're going to have those bad days. So when you know that you already made the commitment, like right now I'm deciding I'm making this commitment. This is for me no matter what. So when you have those bad days, you think back about your commitment. And your commitment to yourself, your word to yourself has to hold weight. It has to mean something. If you just quit on yourself all the time, your word doesn't mean anything and you know that. So think about it like scheduling a girl's night out with your friends. If every single time y'all planned a girl's night out, you canceled on them, they probably aren't going to be calling you. They're like, oh, well, she's not going to come anyway. Or your doctor's appointment or your massage appointment, your hair appointment. Like your hairdresser, if every single time you schedule a hair appointment, you cancel, your hairdresser's going to be like, yeah, I can't fit you in. Because why would they give you an appointment if they know you're not going to show up? And it's the same thing with yourself. These have to be scheduled appointments that are non-negotiable. You have to keep them with yourself no matter what. Because you need to create a habit and you need to have value in your word. You need to show yourself that you are worth it and that you, you mean it, okay? So schedule those workouts in. Give yourself a rest day. Um, if you find that you need more than one rest day, add that in. But you're not doing, you're not necessarily doing hardcore workouts every single day. So you probably won't need more than one rest day, okay? All right, the next thing you're going to do. So that was one, two, and three, okay? The goals you want to achieve, you're going to schedule your workouts in, and you're going to schedule your rest day in. Also, I should mention for your workouts, you need to find something that you love to do. 
if going to some big gym with 5,000 people in there fighting over a treadmill or weights does not intrigue you, you're not going to do it. So go find another gym. Go find a boot camp gym or a Pilates gym or yoga. Go ride your bike in the park. It's free. Or go walk outside or run. Like You have to find what you love. Everybody can find some kind of fitness they love. When you find what you love, you're going to like going there. Okay? And I'm going to give you, I have a number six that, that relates to that. Okay, number four. I want you to drink a gallon of water every single day. Get a refillable cup so you could save the planet. You're not throwing all these water bottles into the trash. And get those ounces down. This is another commitment you're, make, you're making. Your body needs water to replace the water it loses throughout the day. It just so happens to be on average that each person loses about eight cups of water a day. So that's why we say that's the minimum. But like I told you, we're not going for minimums because we're not mediocre. We want to thrive and we want to have the best life and we want to feel like a rock star. So you're drinking a gallon because you're moving your body more. So you're going to be losing more water. And when you drink more water, you're going to have better energy. You're going to have less cravings and you're going to have more vitality. You're going to feel good. Water is life. So get it down. 130 ounces. Get that down every single day. And this is going to keep you motivated because you don't want to drink that right before bed because then you're going to be up all night peeing. So keep track of it. Number five, you have got to eat healthier. And this is not rocket science. Everybody always wants a meal plan handed to them. You know what you should not be eating. Fast food is a non-negotiable. You should not be eating fast food, okay? So take it out of the picture right now. It's not even food. It is processed garbage, okay? It is doing nothing for your body except adding to your health problems. That's going to give you high cholesterol. It's going to give you a heart attack if you keep eating fast food. You need to also cut out the Cokes. Any kind of drink that is not water, cut it out unless you're drinking tea and green tea, okay? Cut it out. You don't need to have that. You know that ice cream, cakes, candy, lollipops, chips, you know all that stuff's not good for you. So you're, you you need to cut it out. You don't need a meal plan to eat healthier to succeed at this. You know what you want. And this is the thing, as you cut out more of this junk, your body is not going to crave it. You're going to be working out, drinking water, and cutting out your junky food and replacing it with healthier food. You're replacing it with food that's straight from the earth, that's not processed. It's God. God gave it to us for a reason. God didn't give us potato chips. We made that, okay? So we're eating the food that's like straight from the earth, organic superfoods. That's what we're going for. That, you are going to feel so much better when you start eating like that, that you are not going to crave that other stuff. And then when you go back to it, I promise you it's going to give you a stomach ache. That's like God's gift right there. When I hear people say like, oh my gosh, I can't even eat that anymore. It makes me sick. I'm like, yes, you did it. That means you kept with the habit long enough. You were consistent long enough that you changed what your body craves. So give yourself that gift that like, like I'm trying to see how quickly I cannot crave a list of things, okay? <laughs> All right. So you also, <coughs> excuse me, you also want to give yourself one fun meal, but it needs to be at the end of the week because you need to earn it, okay? And I don't know if you should do this right away because some people need that fun meal to feel refreshed 
And to go into the next week feeling like, okay, I'm not deprived. But some people, and you know which one you are, that if you give yourself that fun meal too quickly, you haven't established a will strong enough to only eat a small portion of it. Because when I say a fun meal, I don't mean the whole platter. I don't mean eat every egg roll in the egg roll house. I mean a a reasonable portion, but you're still having something healthy with it, like a salad. So if you know that that would be a trigger for you to have that fun meal, and then you're going all in over the cliff, hitting every ice cream shop on the way down, then don't touch it. Don't do do that to yourself. Don't make it easy for yourself to sabotage yourself, okay? All right. And then the last thing, you need to get people on your side. I know that this may be hard to hear, but your best friend who doesn't care about getting healthy may not be the best person to surround yourself with when you are trying to make big changes like this. So many people are unsupportive of other people's goals and I don't get it. It's still hard for me to wrap my head around, but I've been coaching people for over a decade and I hear it all the time. My best friend said that I, she thinks that I think I'm better than her because I started changing. No, she's just worried if you'll still love her because she decided not to change. And she knows you're going to get better, so she's concerned for herself. Are you still going to love her if she doesn't change with you? That's okay. Y'all can figure that out. Y'all can still be friends. Maybe you'll inspire her to make some changes too. But for now, you need to start surrounding yourself with people who are on the same mission, who are trying to live healthy lives, who are going after goals, who are ambitious, who have a positive mindset, who are making positive changes. So that might be in your gym. It might be your YouTube videos. That, that's the only positive person you can find. But you need to surround yourself with these people. It's going to be crucial to your success. And if you need one, you get a coach. You get someone to hold your hand every step of the way and who holds you accountable. Because it is going to feel so bad if you have to call your coach and tell her, week one, you ate all the egg rolls. You're not going to want to do that. So... Get yourself a coach, get yourself an accountability partner, surround yourself with positive people, and just do the damn thing, right? Like, let's do this. You are strong. You can do this. You can break your bad habits. It's all things that you've programmed in your mind. So now it's time to program new things in and make 2020 our year, okay? So we're starting now. I want you to share this podcast with somebody else and ask them to do this with you or be your accountability person and let's start expanding this movement so that more people are walking into 2020 with their shoulders pinned back, their chest out, in confidence, like I'm so damn proud of myself for putting in this work before January 1st. All right, y'all, have a great day. Let's get to work.